Drive Time on RT Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. Protect your family's future with life cover from Zurich. Talk to a financial broker to find out more. Now, the Taoiseach, Leo Varadkar, has acknowledged that the decision to end the eviction ban would cost the government votes, but he discouraged any TDs from voting in favour of a Sinn Féin motion to extend the ban on evictions. His comments come as Fianna Fáil TD John McGuinness said the quick lifting of the ban was a mistake, and Green Party TD Nyasa Harrigan has said uh, has not yet said which way she will vote. Meanwhile, figures released by the Residential Tenancies Board today show a significant increase in the number of landlords issuing notices to quit to their tenants last year. To discuss what happens next, uh, we're joined now by homelessness campaigner Peter McVerry and by Pat Davitt, who's CEO of the Institute for uh, Professional Auctioneers and Valuers. You're both very welcome to the programme. Can I come to you first of all, Peter McVerry? What do you think is going to happen um, in the, the weeks and months ahead now that, the, now that the eviction ban is being lifted at the end of the month? I think we have a tsunami of human misery coming down the road. Uh, <clears throat> You know, there there is nowhere for families or households to get evicted to go. The emergency hostels are packed to the rafters. Uh, families would traditionally be be housed in an emergency in hotels. The hotels are full, and many of them are reverting back to uh, to uh, to tourism. So I think we're going to end up with families living in parks, living in their cars, going to guard the stations, because there is nowhere else for them to go, particularly given the numbers that are expected now to be exiting from the private rented sector. Pat David of IPAV, what is your reaction to that? Well, of course, mm. uh, some of the reason, um, hello, Cormac, and hello, uh, Father McFerry, a lot of the uh, reason for this is, to start with, is that this eviction ban has been there for five months. So obviously there's going to be a number of tenants who, or a number of landlords who want to leave now anyway because there's five months and stacked up already before ever we go anywhere. But we must take into consideration that during that whole five months, while there was supposed to be works done, etc., 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 some have been done, a lot more needs to be done. But the homeless figures still kept rising by 1,500 approximately over those uh, five months. So what's to say that they're not going to keep rising no matter whether there's an eviction how, there or How not? was that, Pat? Can you explain that to me? Why were people well, being I, made homeless I, I, if they, they couldn't be evicted? Well, I can't tell you that where those people are coming from. Obviously, uh, maybe Father McFerry can tell you better than I can. I can't tell you because I don't know. But I can well, tell okay, you... Okay, let, let's go to Father Peter McFerry on that. Uh, we were told that most evictions were banned. How were people being made homeless then, uh, Peter? Well, well, first of all, it's most evictions. There were still evictions taking place. If you were given notice to quit before the eviction ban came in, that notice to quit was still valid. And if it, if the notice to quit expired during the ban, you were still, uh, you were still uh, evicted. Yeah, but that wouldn't account the for other, the rise the in other, homelessness that we did see. Well, the other thing during COVID, two things happened. There was a ban on evictions. But also a lot of Airbnbs came back into residential use because there were no tourists. 
Now, the government have plans to make it illegal to advertise Airbnbs unless you're registered and, where necessary, have the planning permission. And they reckon that that could bring 12,000 units back into residential use. Mm -hmm. That would make a huge difference. And I would love to see them fast-tracking that legislation, getting it into law as quickly as possible, and making many of those units available for for, for homeless families and homeless okay, households. So, so this uh, supply was squeezed as well in that regard. A texter says, Cormac, landlords are human too, and they have rights too. And there's no question about that. Uh, it's not about vilifying landlords in any way, but it's an extremely complex problem, Pat Davitt. Are you happy that, that the decision is finally made then? We're very happy that the decision is finally made because it puts pressure on government to do other things. And other things like, for instance, in England, there's about 28 million homes and their uh, vacant homes level of that is about 0.9%. Ireland have about 2.2 million homes and our vacant level is 9%. Nine, actual 9%. Mm -hmm. So we have a vast amount of homes out there that we can actually use and bring back into the rental market. And what IPAV would like to see is three things. A, a lot of work being done on that, on those folks' vacant homes, to get as many of them back into the rental uh, 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 situation as possible. Uh, two, the uh, homes that are outside on the fair deal, a lot of people won't put them into the marketplace for rental because they're afraid of the six-month probationary period that's when it passes by six months that you're in for an un- unlimited length of tenancy. That should be lifted on those particular homes and it would bring help to encourage those people to bring back in those homes. And uh, the third one is actual landlords that have properties out of the marketplace at the moment. We need to encourage them back into the market. And we'll come to that in just a second, how you do that. There are talk of uh, tax incentives and so on. Can I ask you, though, it caused um, huge controversy, or it has and and is still causing controversy, lifting the eviction ban. Was IPAV lobbying government to uh, end the eviction ban, Pat? Well, if you mean by were we writing to them and meeting ministers and things like that, no, we weren't. Uh, we, we didn't do that on this particular occasion. So that uh, we weren't looking to, uh, we were obviously talking on the radio to people like you, Cormac, about it, and uh, that's what we were happy to do. We see the problems out there every day of the week. We see our offices. It's not a nice thing for anybody, for a landlord, a tenant, or an agent to end a tenancy. And especially for agents, because lots of them are involved in the ending of tenancies. We see tenants coming to our offices every day of the week. We would like to have properties for them. So what we want to do, apart from all the hype, uh, which is a lot of political stuff around about the ending of this uh, uh, ban, we would like to see more properties coming into the market and encouraging people to bring in properties because there are many, many of them out there. But coming. I, I do understand that, but it, people are in a dire situation. And Peter McVeary, you know this more than most. And I just wonder if there is no alternative for a family to go, a family with small children, and they're served with a notice to quit, is there any likelihood that, they, that they'll try and hold on in a property? Well, that's possible, and that can pose a, a problem for landlords. Uh, I've always advocated that there, for landlords for whom the ban on eviction poses a problem, such as a financial problem, or in some cases they're, 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 they're homeless themselves because they can't move into the home, I've always advocated there should be a fast-track process to enable such uh, landlords to get an exemption from the, uh, the, the eviction ban. That would clear a lot of worry from landlords. Uh, at the moment, landlords can take 15 months to get somebody out if they want, if they need to get them out. So 
I think that uh, that fast track process should be there, and also the ban on evictions is a no fault ban on evictions. We are not supporting tenants who refuse to pay the rent or tenants who are engaging in antisocial behaviour. Well, they weren't they covered by gone. the ban. Not... They weren't covered by the ban anyway. If you didn't pay the rent or if you engaged in no. antisocial behaviour, even during the ban on evictions, yeah. you could have been That's uh, right. evicted. So can I can I ask Pat David but about that? But that was never that was never highlighted, and I think landlords were scared to death of being stuck with a tenant in those situations. Mm-hmm. Because we were getting texts, Pat Davis. Um, I don't know if they were ignorant or not or, or uh, vexatious, but we were getting texts from people who said they were landlords saying, if a tenant doesn't pay the rent or if they engage in antisocial behaviour, are we not allowed to uh, evict them, which was never uh, the case. What about that? Would, would you be happy in IPAV with a, a situation where the eviction ban would be extended, but if a landlord wanted um, a property for their own use or for their family, then that exemption would apply. Cormac, that isn't, that isn't the, the problem here. And those two exemptions that you're speaking about, and Father McFerry will know that, we sat around the meeting with the minister before the eviction ban came in originally, and I was the one that actually asked him to put in those two exemptions into the plan. Now, whether they were in it or not beforehand, I'm not sure, but I was actually the one that asked for that to happen. And landlords, I'd say, were well aware of it. But it's not the short-term thing that landlords are concerned about. It's their property rights. And it's, no, but it's, hang on a second. Yes, it's a it's short-term thing. Them. But hang on. It's a short-term thing that <laughs> most families who are tenants and vulnerable to eviction are worried about. Uh, yeah, and I, I understand that. It's a short-term thing because they're going to be evicted. But at the end of the day, the landlords aren't concerned about that, really, from the point of view of their but property rights. Almighty, they're concerned they that landlords are leaving. They're concerned that landlords or are, are tenants are leaving and they have to evict them, but they're not concerned about the short term of it. They're happy to put properties into the market. They're long-term investors. They want to put the properties no, in hang, and they uh, want please, to be able please, to get, Pat, them, get please, them out. Please, uh, surely we have to have some kind of a moral compass. Uh, don't we? We have a compass. No, no, on. but hang on a second, because I'm after talking to um, the CEO of Bernardo's. Uh, who talked to us about research and examples, real-life examples that they see about the impact of homelessness on children, socially, developmentally, emotionally, physically even. Uh, you cannot say that landlords, or nobody can say that they're not interested in, in how that impacts children, the most vulnerable people in society. I mean, surely you can't put but property Cormac, rights not, ahead I'm of that. Not tell, I'm not telling you that. What I'm telling you is that landlords, the, the most important thing here is to get properties into the rental market. And landlords will not put properties into the rental market unless they think that they can take them but out. You're saying you you're not encourage. interested in the short term. And the short term is people being evicted and children but among no, I'm them. I'm talking about the short term property rights of landlords. You're taking me up incorrectly. I'm talking about the short term rights But the corollary of, of that is the short term eviction of, of tenants. No, it's the long-term. It's the long-term eviction of tenants because if a landlord doesn't put his property into the market, there will be no there'll be no property there for tenants to take. And like all of the talk about the the, the eviction ban and finishing, if an eviction it takes it doesn't take. You can't give somebody an eviction notice tomorrow and ask them to leave the next day. There's a certain amount of time there from yeah, eight be, years. Yeah. There's a 255 days down to six months of 90 days. So it's not a thing that all these people are going to be evicted well, tomorrow. Four weeks in and some cases. But can I no, ask? It's for, no, it's not four weeks in some cases. It's for only non-payment four of weeks rent or anti-social behaviour. They don't pay the rent, which is there at yeah. the moment. And yeah. It's, yeah. So and can, can, can I ask Father Peter McFerry about that? Because ringing in ministers' ears and the Taoiseach's ears as we go into the weekend are calls from even some coalition colleagues that this is the wrong decision. And you've heard Pat Davitt there say that landowners have and property owners have rights, and he's right, they do have rights. Now, is there any um, 
inkling that on balance they have made the right decision in, in your heart of hearts, Peter McVeary? I, I believe the decision was totally wrong and totally disastrous. Of course, landlords have rights, but you cannot compare the right of a landlord to sell their house while the price is at its highest uh, in order to maximise their, their asset with the rights of, of a family who are going to become homeless. The, 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 the comparison is, is totally uh, is, uh, you know, one-sided. I think what We'd, what I'd like to see is some uh, research on why landlords are exiting the market. My own guess is they're exiting the market because the cost of housing, the price of housing now is reaching its peak and they want to get a maximum value for their house. And if that's the case, then the private rented sector is dead. Landlords are going to continue exiting no matter what happens, no matter what regulations are relaxed. Landlords are going to continue exiting the market. At the moment, it is impossible for any of our homeless people to even get an answer uh, if they go to view uh, a property. If you go to view a private rented property, there will be 50 people outside all queuing up yeah. to view that property. Well, I think you've it made, you've is made a absolutely point. impossible. You've made impossible a point, Peter McVeary. Impossible to get rented accommodation. Yeah, and you've made a point, I think, that the landlords themselves are making, and I'm sure Pat David would echo, um, that the, the private rental market is dead for an awful lot of landlords. They want to leave the market. It's too bureaucratic, they tell us and that the tax burden is too high. Would you support tax incentives for landlords, Peter? Who, me? Yes. I've proposed that uh, landlords are taxed very heavily, but remember that five years ago, rents were 50% less than they are today, and the landlords were taxed at exactly the same rate. We didn't hear the same complaints about from landlords that uh, that they, they, this, they're financially uh, uh, untenable keeping... The, Anyway, I have, I have proposed that landlords would, who now pay 50% of their rental income in tax, that that would be reduced by 50%, down to 25%. Uh, it provided they reduce the rents for their tenants by 30%. Well, that would be the rub. And that's a win-win, uh, well, that's a win-win situation for everybody. Would, the would landlord be, gets more yeah. money. Would you be up for that? Let, they, me, let me put that to Pat David, because that has been uh, called reduce the uh, tax uh, by 20, 50% or so, down to 25 which is which would be in line with institutional uh, investors, but to reduce the rent as well, Pat. Can you hear me, Pat David? Oh, I'm I'm afraid the line is just dropped on uh, Pat David. Uh, that is an intriguing one. I'm sure. I'm sure I'm, he'd agree. I'm uh, sure. Well, he'd agree. Such a, <laughs> I, I don't he's know. Such a read. <laughs> well, let me read some of the texts, uh, Peter McVeary, uh, that we're getting on this one. Um, and I might give you a very final brief word. Landlords have legislated for rights under the Land and Property Act. Tenants have none of the legislated for rights that landlords have. That's why we need a referendum on this, says a listener. Um, why not offer a tax break for landlords? This will encourage current landlords to stay and might encourage more to enter the market and thus increase supply. And Ina says, surely people have a right to sell their own property. Otherwise, you're straying into a communist regime. A quick response, Peter? 
Yeah, people have a right to sell their own property, but not uh, at the expense of making whole families homeless. The consequences, as Bernardo's have pointed out, the consequences of being homeless, especially for children, are very dramatic and can be lifelong. So yes, I I, I would I would agree. Landlords have the right, but we may have to control when they if they're selling just to maximise our asset. I don't think that's okay. a, a valid. We do need a we do need a referendum on the right to housing. It's in the program for government. Uh, every time you put up an argument to uh, reduce homelessness, you come up against this. It's against the right to private property okay. in the constitution. Well, we need to get the right. To the, the, the minister, when we spoke to him on Tuesday, said it is a complex uh, issue, but uh, you've made your, your opinions very clear on this. Uh, Peter McVerry, homelessness campaigner, and Pat Davitt, CEO of IPAF. Thank you both very much indeed. 